Hello and welcome to episode two of the Man in the Moon podcast. My name is Jacob Beach and I am the Man in the Moon. I apologize for the audio quality for this introduction. I forgot my microphone for my upload today, but earlier this week when I had my co-host Paul Major on, we had a regular microphone. So let's get into it. I hope you enjoy this. Uh, Thanks for listening. So we're sitting here in a little closet, and you can smell every smell <laughs> that the other person has on their mouth or body. Yeah. I, I haven't brushed my teeth in a week, so I'm really sorry for you right now. All right. Unnamed voice, what is your name? I don't. I haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> this Uncle, is Uncle Taterbug. You, you're the first co-host on this podcast. How do you feel about that? Well, considering that there's only been one episode, I feel great. <laughs> so I'm either, am I the last co-host as well? You could be. Okay, because, well could be. Because after four and a half people listened to episode one, <laughs> we're looking to break into new heights for episode two here. <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, what happens if you lose this sweet spot, this, <laughs> this closet that this, we're recording this in? This closet that we're in, I won't tell you exactly where we are, but I can tell you. He didn't tell me where we were either. He drove me here blindfolded. <laughs> I can tell you that as we were setting up in here, the person who owns this closet walked by <laughs> with this look of like, what the just, hell are just, you doing? Just two guys hanging out in the closet. <laughs> nothing nothing weird here. It's Is okay. That, we have a microphone and a, a good, computer. Right. It's a good thing we didn't have a video camera. <laughs> that that would have been weird. All right. All what right. are you all filming in here? Okay. Okay. All right, focus in here. So this is a music video. This is the second podcast. It's really the first podcast of what I hope to be the normal format for this podcast, which is not me sitting by myself in a room talking into a microphone about. It's it's you sitting closely with another man in a closet. Well, just close enough that I can't (laughs) smell your breath, but close (laughs) enough that the microphone can pick us up. Because remember. Low tech, low key, we're keeping it real. What'd you call it? Millennial. Yes, low key. The what? No, not low key like music, like, like the, chill. Oh, the Norse god of. All right, so this person who I'm talking to, tell me what your real name is. Paul. Paul what? Major. And how do you know me? Do you not know we, how you know me? We met on Zeusk. What is Zeusk? I don't know. It's a dating site my dad used. <laughs> Uh, it worked. He made met his wife. Weird. All right. Uh, Good for him. We go to church together. Okay. Are we That's all we to, needed. Are we allowed to give that much information? Yeah. What if somebody like Googles you and finds out where you go to church? That's fine. No one's Googling me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that we need to get out of the way. No one is Googling me. No one is Googling or caring about this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast and it's like 2018... And you're like, hey, let's go back and listen to the second podcast of this number one podcast in the nation. Well, then, great. Welcome from 2018. But You're as famous as Glenn Beck. <laughs> Glenn Beck? Yeah. He hey. was famous for like 10 minutes, and then he was gone. Okay, well, 2018 will be your 10 minutes. Yes. So, anyway, uh, there's a couple things that I want to cover today. None of them necessarily have to be like 
we don't we don't have to like keep to a specific schedule. But I just wanted to talk about a couple specific things. First one, in the news a lot lately, and everybody's favorite thing to get pissed off about. Ooh, Coffee Gate 2015. Coffee Gate. All right. 2015. All right, so let's recap what's gone on in case you live under a rock. Starbucks has red cups. That's literally the end of the story. That's the end. Yep, go the, back to your rock. Now, <laughs> now... One person. All right. Here's my. Here's my. Here's my thought. As I re, as I finish the recap here, one person, one crazy guy who I'm not particularly familiar with, posted a video on Facebook about how. Wasn't it just Kevin James? No, but it did kind of look like him. Okay. One guy posted a video on Facebook that said, "Starbucks has these all red cups for the holiday season, and that's anti-Jesus." Because there's right. no snowflakes and right. no Santa Claus. And I'll tell you one thing. The book of Matthew is clear about Santa Claus and snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they visited the house that Mary and the child were in. Mm-hmm. And Santa is in the genealogy of Matthew 1. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, there Part were four, of David's line. 14 generations. All right, anyway. Included so, Klaus. Okay, here's the, here's, here's the point that I want to make about Coffee Gate. I don't even want to call it Coffee Gate. I want to call it... Starbucks has red cups now. Starbucks that's how has simple it is. freed Christmas from the consumer whoredom of American capitalism? Yes, all Gate, of those things. 15. So first off, I think that that video was dumb. And I really personally, I haven't found anyone that doesn't think that that video is dumb. So like three days ago, or two days ago, or whenever it really hit its peak, every single person on Facebook, it felt like, everyone on social media, was posting about how much they don't care that Starbucks has red cups now. Christian, non-Christian, whatever. It seemed like everyone was uniting to well, say, like, who cares? Maybe everyone on your news feed. No. Not everyone on my news feed. Was, some people on my news feed were like, right on, boycott Starbucks because I need, <laughs> I, I need a snowman on my coffee cup that I pay four bucks for. Otherwise, first of all, how many people have become Christians by going and buying a cup of coffee and going, ah, the true meaning of Christmas? Mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any animals defecating on my <laughs> Christmas mugs in a while to then go, oh, the Lord, the Lord was born to this. Right, right. And what's so bad about red? Isn't red like the color of like Jesus and Easter and like candy canes, which is like... And the devil. Well, there you go. Halloween, red, devil. It's all coming It's all coming together. And poinsettias are poisonous and they're red. Do you say that word again. Poinsettias? Poinsettias? How do you say it? Poinsettia or poinsettia. I, man, I don't know. I'm from the deep south, all right? You <laughs> With your Ohio, your Ohio accent. All right, you want to talk Point, about accents? Poinsettias. Everyone talks with an accent down here, but central Ohio, where I'm from, is nationally recognized as the most like non-accented place. Nationally recognized or yes. by people in central Ohio? No, 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 no. Like, Ohio. No, like news, news organizations train people that speak on the news to do, do they all have talk? a central Ohio accent, so which they, is none, which is like plain. That's like baseline regular. But, so do they talk like they have a cold like you do? Okay, let's be real here. <laughs> I do have a cold, and I pretty much always have a cold because it's always cold and rainy and wet, and my sinuses are disgusting. All right, coffee gate. <laughs> This is going to be great, by the way. I hope every podcast is just getting way off topic and no one can follow. I'm glad I can help. Anytime. 
Yeah, your your first one was a little too little too structured for me. Too structured? Yeah, like I felt like I understood. I knew what the hell was going on. <laughs> I, you need you need some jazz here, man. See, you felt, need some pep. <laughs> I felt like I was poinsettia. 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 Anyway, okay, so red cup. I don't actually think that anyone. You said that you saw people on your Facebook that were actually pissed off about this. Yeah. Who? No, not, not who specifically. Oh, <laughs> um, right. let's some of see. The, what were some of the things that they were saying? Oh, Fox News told them, Fox News told me what to get mad about today. Ergo, I'm mad about this today. Okay. So the same I... people that got upset that, G, that there was no Santa Claus at the mall in the uh, undisclosed city with which we live, that they had gotten rid of Santa Claus and made it look like something from Nightmare Before Christmas. And that they're upset that their kids have to go sit on a Yeti's lap. And was ask, that in Charlotte, or that was just somewhere in some the city where we live? Yes, yeah. it was. A, yeah, half a mile from where we may or may not be sitting right now. I'm pretty. <laughs> I, I'm all pretty I, slick. By the all way. I said was, don't say the specific place that we're at because I don't know if they're. You told them we were in a closet. Well, yeah, but this closet is in a building closet. that is part of something. And I just don't want it to be known attic. Yet. Anyway, uh, no, yeah. So people have been getting mad about Christmassy things, about the fact that the the holiday display in the mall has no reference to Christmas or Santa, and that the Christmas tree, the pagan, the, the you know the the pagan fertility symbol that Christianity has um, adopted, redeemed, redeemed. Okay, yeah, yeah I believe all through, through Jesus, all things are redeemed. But anyway, the sure. Christmas tree was only put up. Uh, after much protest and so people the same people that are upset about that are upset about the coffee mugs because okay. it if it doesn't say christmas these are the same people that got upset about mary xmas back you know in, mm-hmm. the, in the in the 90s it's for, and i still think about that by the way when i'm at seminary and we we often because sometimes we write so much we just put x for christ sometimes like if you're writing on the board or we put like a little greek letter for god just as shorthand, but every time I every time that happens, I think back to the people. They you know got they mad did that about. in the in the first century too, right? <laughs> that they, is they true. They wrote yeah. the chi the or the key yeah. for Christos, yeah. or they did the fish symbol. Yeah, Mary Fishmas. Yeah, so th- so those same people are getting frustrated because the the maybe we can call it uh, mainstream symbols of Christmas are being set aside or they're being looked upon less and and they're they're making this jump from that to if Santa isn't at the mall people are people are taking Christ out of Christmas right. that's the jump that I've been frustrated about right. because I don't think that that's necessarily there I don't personally think that Santa now it could maybe watch or your, there might be some way children might be listening that's true parental parental discretion is advised if you still believe that santa is real then you should go and take a hike for a second but santa claus and reindeers and reindeer. christmas lights reindeer. no i'm going to say reindeers that means there's a variety of species of reindeer yeah reindeers okay. uh, <laughs> so all of these things christmas lights christmas trees these things are fine there's nothing wrong with them i like them okay i'm gonna put a christmas tree up i'm gonna put ornaments up and all that type of stuff but those things while they can be good and fun and enjoyable if i if i'm not coupling those things within my family context or even within the public sphere 
if I'm not coupling those things specifically with faith, with the Christmas story of Christ, with the coming of Christ, the incarnation, all of these things that are uh, at the Christian heart of this holiday, and should be for that matter, uh, and I don't think it's unchristian to have a Yeti or a red cup or a Santa Claus or whatever. I don't see this connection that, that uh, a lot of conservative Christians are making between those things. And it, and it is frustrating. It is weird. And, and, yeah, the people on my Facebook or the people on Twitter or whatever were saying things like, who cares? And everyone was posting their selfies with their thing. Like, still a Christian. Whoa, 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 whoa. Still whoa. a Christian. Their thing? All of these <laughs> Their red cup. Yes, their okay. red cups, not their things. I posted a selfie with my thing, and I got kicked off Instagram. <laughs> you also got kicked out of the school that you work at as a teacher that we also won't name. Yeah, no, please don't. Because then I'd Google. actually get kicked out. Please I don't Google actually, us. I didn't actually selfie anything. Please do not Google Paul Major or Jacob Beach or the Man in the Moon podcast. Actually, do Google the Man in the Moon podcast and listen to us. But tell Google me what... Google sounds like a dirty verb, by the way. Okay, all right. Well, moving on. So what is... Yeah, Google her. What is, the, what is the deal with all of this? Like, why do... Why does our culture like getting outraged? Why does our culture like having... Uh, controversy other than the uh, you know other than the obvious fact of like it is kind of fun and everyone likes to be united either for a cause or against a cause this felt like it was almost so one-sided with with a certain maybe age group of of millennials or whatever being very one-sided it was like who cares this is not a big deal uh while there were some maybe conservative christians who were frustrated about santa and reindeers not being reindeer I keep saying reindeers, and I'm not gonna stop. That the that those things you're the problem. That 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 Christmas and Jesus Himself is being defamed because of a lack of Santa Clauses. And so I think the reason is is because the the world outside of the church, um, the, for the sake of this, let's just call them the world and we'll sure. call us the the church. Okay. For whatever, that's not a real distinction. But because we're Christians, right? Because we're Christians. Christians. Yeah. Okay. The world outside of the church is saying the idea of Christmas and all that goes with that, including the Coca-Cola, Santa Claus, the polar bears, mm, the, you polar know, bears the polar bears playing with the penguins, even though mm -hmm. I don't think they live on the same continent. You know, but all that, all of that, <laughs> the cultural Christmas offends against a tolerant and open and accepting holiday season where uh, Christians, Jews... Um, Pan-African nationalists, uh, Seinfeld fans with their Festivus. Festivus for the rest for of us. For the rest of us. The airing of grievances. Kroger, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot date with a babe. <laughs> and now for the act with the feats of strength. Uh, all of this, you know, this sort of this winter solstice. You yeah. look, look, everybody worships something at winter. You know, the pagans had this sort of winter solstice thing, blah, blah, blah. Look, so we need, to, they're, what they're trying to say is that it's offensive to everyone else that's not a Christian when we make this strictly a Christian priority holiday. And then, yeah, we do happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy Festivus, happy your grandmother's birthday was December 18th, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so let's just get rid of that negativity and make it more open by essentially 
divorcing it from any specific holiday. And so then... Or you mean specific religious worship. Right. Or, or, I mean, even an identity. Like, Kwanzaa's not religious. It's mm. it's an it's an identity. The Sort of the Pan-African, let's mm-hmm. have something that's specifically ours instead of affected by Western right. white elitism and all this. Right. Um, but let's just divorce it from all that and just have a, a plain red cup. Mm-hmm that everyone can identify with. And so what they've done is they've moved the battle away from Jesus and Christmas to this, look, we're going to sell stuff. We're consumer whores. They're going to buy stuff because December 25th, no matter what, December 25th is a day that that it is an American institution. Sure. And that's when people spend money. Yeah. It's when people spend money. It's why people spend money. It's what people save up for. It's what little boys and girls study for so that they can get good grades and yeah. get a get a get on the good list. A Christmas someone. present, you know, or whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um and so let's just move that. Let's no longer call it Christmas, let's move it. And then the Christians that that might be more a little more thoughtful with that and maybe not don't have a vendetta against the world yeah so much go good thank you starbucks for removing consumer whoredom from the birth of my savior thank you sure i'm not going to drink your coffee because i think it tastes like crap but (laughs) but i'm not offended that you didn't put a christmas ornament on the cup right or that you yeah you didn't do that and so therefore i'm insulted um but then there's that group in the middle, which may or may not be the majority, but mm-hmm. they're saying, no, they're trying to remove Jesus from from this. And in some ways they have. They've removed Christmas from the table as being the, the priority holiday. But are they really doing Jesus a disservice? Right. Or they... Maybe their reasons are, but, but my perception of Jesus is that he's, he's sort of over this anyway. Right. And the Americanized right. sort of consumerist right. what's, idea what's, of what Christmas is. What's next? They're going to take Black Friday away from us, right? Yeah, and they're not going to sell me a TV, right? Uh, yeah, it just it it's not about Jesus anymore. It's about this American. It's about this American spirituality. Yeah, and this whole conversation, I think, has been sort of on level one of of outrage over a single action. Some of the uh, interesting banter that I've had, even I was talking talking with my brother on the phone the other day about it, uh, and I was listening to another podcast a few months ago that was talking about this same issue. But Wait, the whole is idea, this a podcast? yeah, this right now what we're doing is a podcast. Oh, this doesn't feel like Rush Limbaugh at all. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> Rush Limbaugh? Have you Rush ever... Limbaugh is a podcast, right? Have you ever listened to a podcast? Uh. I listened to a couple episodes of Serial. <laughs> like Lucky Charms or like... I'm actually... <laughs> snap, crackle, pop. No, puns <laughs> aren't funny, by the way. Uh, no, I've never actually listened to a podcast, so that's why I was excited when you invited me to this. And uh, I... Yeah, so if, it, so if you, it sucks, it's my fault. Just so you know, I don't think Rush Limbaugh is a podcast. I think he's a person that has like a radio show. Maybe there's like a digital version of it. Imagine a podcast is like... Digital Rush. 
a, a digital version of like a radio show. Like in the exact moment that we're recording this, like no one is listening to it but you and me because it's going to have to go on the internet. I'm, I'm pretty sure no one will listen to it then well, either. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> All right, back to this idea. So, so level one is this outrage about Starbucks and their removal of Christmas, like visions and and uh, pictures and things like that from their cups here's a question that i and i admit that i have a difficult time answering this question because i think i can be on both sides of it or i can see myself answering both sides of this question um does it matter what type of moral or religious or uh, conviction level stances that a commercial company makes so on on one level you have to say absolutely yes so like i would not uh, i would not plan on investing in the kkk if they were like opening a <laughs> white store sheet sale sure if they were opening a white sheet shop it's hard to say five times white, fast white sheet, white sheet shop, shop white yeah sheet watch shop. it watch it you might actually say a different word like shit <laughs> Ooh, cut it cut cut the podcast uh, uh, so okay, that's so that's I'm the telling question. everybody where we are. That's the question that I sort of wanna I, I wanna try and figure out is because <laughs> I don't know my phone. Oh, it's okay. Just have your phone go off <laughs> in the middle of this recording. It's not a big deal. It's okay. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. Did I see puzzles and dragons on your phone? <laughs> I think I just did. Are you playing puzzles and dragons I, on your phone? I don't know what that is. The, I, o- the only way that I would be able to make fun of it is if I knew what it was, right? I don't actually know what puzzles and dragons is. Puzzles and... Dragon Soul? Oh, no, I have a game called Pinata Hunter 3. Okay. I hadn't played the first one, but... Um... Welcome to adulthood, Paul. Yeah. You are 30. Uh, so, okay, so... Okay, well, now everybody knows enough information to Google me. So, back with this idea, like... There are certain things that are important for us to make moral judgments on when it comes to commercial uh, engagement, right? But is it my job to only shop at uh, companies or businesses that are overtly Christian or overtly taking moral stances on things? Or in the instance of Starbucks, let's say – because I don't drink coffee. I drink tea because I'm a – uh, do we want to say that word? No, I don't want to say that word. I just like does, to drink tea instead a, of coffee. It... No, no, no. Can we spell it? Can I write it in no, the air? No, don't. Yeah, write it in the air. Wrong. Uh, so it's not another nerd. Okay. All right. So <laughs> There's so I much liked, mystery. Let's say I loved, I really, really, really loved Starbucks coffee, and I find out that they have got this red cup thing, uh, and I'm like this hardcore Christian. Like, do I do I automatically say I'm not going to go to this place because they are not Christian affirming? Like, I don't know if I necessarily know the answer to that question. Like, I personally, like, I'll tell you where I'm at personally, and I don't know if it's right or wrong. I, I tend to think that it's not the worst thing in the world, my current position. But I would say I, the places that I'm going to shop, the places that are going to get my money, not everything in the entire world, but, like, the places that I'm going to consume goods and services from – are places that I think do a good job at what they do. So a clothing store, a coffee shop, uh, a sport, a sporting goods store. What I care about at a sporting goods store is what kind of sporting goods they have, not what their owner, who lives 12 states away and is a billionaire, what he gives his money to. 
now it's important. I think the distinction is important because, you know, let's say we find out that uh, the biggest backer for, uh, you know, child uh, pornography or something really heinous. Let's let's say is that, that an we, indi- is that an industry? <laughs> I don't know, but let's say that Wal- let's say that we found out that Walmart or Kroger or some kind of uh, you know big time company was a huge, huge, huge backer of illegal child pornography. So that would make me... Actually, if they're even a minor supporter of child pornography... Yeah, touche. I only gave $5 to child pornography this year, so I'm not as bad as as Kroger. Right, and so like, let's just say that one of these companies that we go to regularly, we find that out about them. It is going to make me less uh, inclined to go there. Their goods and services are probably still the same. So that's why I say that I have a hard time deciding what things in the commercial realm I should be investing in or giving my money to. Because, right. honestly, there's probably no place. And even churches, dude. Churches. Churches chicken? I, no, yeah. not churches I chicken. I think I hear they support child pornography. Like, Christian <laughs> Christian churches, like, they aren't, uh, you know, they, they don't have the best investment uh, uh, practices, probably. They're probably not 110% clean with every single thing that they do that they're unwasteful and all their money goes exactly into the right ministries into helping the right people but we're called to tithe we're taught we're called to give by god to the church and so i'm going to do that and i'm not going to analyze necessarily every single little detail now big details are probably going to take big effects but some of these smaller details i don't really care that the owner of chick-fil-a uh, is a Christian and does not support abortion. As a Christian, it doesn't make me want to go to Chick-fil-A more. I already want to go to Chick-fil-A because it's good, not because it's a Christian-owned company. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. What Nailed was the it. question? Was that a question? I feel question. like you didn't it, end it. You didn't well, end no, it was a, a question. Qu- it was a question mixed with a comment. Like, what is... As a, let's a question say, wrapped... Let's say as a Christian, as a Christian, or even for that matter, as a staunch supporter of something, let's say that you're all about uh, women's rights, you're all about uh, the eradication of sexual slavery, let's say you're all about Christianity, you're all about, yeah, maybe something weird like that, but like you're all, you're, you know, one of the biggest things that you're committed to, does that affect every single aspect of your commercial life your commercial consumption so there's a difference between moral things that are morally reprehensible sure okay like if if we're about the company you know and, and we're, the question is about a company that is financially supporting uh something that you know like murders innocent people yeah. or uh you let's know, stop using child pornography that's just kind of i don't want to keep talking i about didn't it. i didn't say i know that. that's what I'm let's replace it with uh, murder of innocent people right <laughs> or, or you know it's uh something that you know does not give but based on racial or class yep. or whatever give yep. you know give some people advantages over others right yeah uh some of the, those things are morally reprehensible for sure and i would be remiss if i continued to give my money to a McDonald's or, uh, you know, well, you know, wherever, I mean, the gas station down the street, um, even my church, if they were supporting something that was morally reprehensible, I would be, I would be a fool and not a good steward of my money. Now, when you say supporting something, are you saying the company as a whole 
or are you saying the president or owner of said company? I think, I mean, it, it's a fine line. Okay. But but there's a difference between things that are morally reprehensible and things that are uh, just something we disagree with. Okay. Starbucks doesn't want to put the the word Christmas on their coffee cup because it offends the sensibilities of some people. Okay. Personally, it offends the sensibilities of me who believes in Jesus. Okay. Uh, but that's again not why I don't, and that's not why I refuse to shop at Starbucks. It's because right. their coffee sucks. Right. And I would rather go to a gas station and get my coffee because I'm obviously a coffee snob. Shots fired. Um, um, but you know, if we're dealing with something that's morally reprehensible, <laughs> that's one thing. If we're dealing with something where somebody just the, the company does makes this business decision. Is that really, I mean, is that what we're supposed to do? And going back to your original question, like 45 minutes ago before you started your diet, your diatribe, I like to talk. Um, your question had to do something with, uh, should we only shop at people who are like, you know, shop at places with people who are like-minded, you know, support your religion or something. I mean, we need to get over this that, you know, besides the fact that God causes it to rain on the wicked and the just, like mm. our, our goal is not to have the, the people who disagree with us starve to death because we are like, <laughs> forget that guy. Right. He doesn't do business with me. Or I mean, he doesn't believe the way I want to believe. Right. So uh, I'm not going to do business with him. Right. And I hope he starves. Right. Uh, it's more of this idea that there are certain things where you actually want to go to somebody you trust. You want to support somebody who's like-minded, but then there are other aspects where you want to go where you're going to get the best quality, right? the best price, um, and, you know, and the best long-term results. Mm -hmm. And so if I you know, go to a hardware store and I want to buy paint, do I care that the guy who owns the hardware store, Mr. Ace, or Mr. Lowe's or Mr. Homer Depot. Sure. Do I do I care what he believes? Right. Maybe not. I mean, right. but you know, I mean, there's just so much that for me that opens up a whole can of worms that we don't have time for. But it's just right. the, the Christian art scene. Yeah. Largely sucks. Right. We we've gotten away with making movies that suck, music that sucks. Mm. Uh, I mean. There's just there's so many aspects of the Christian art scene that it's like we have a handicap. We sure. we are the little brother that gets to pal around with everybody else, and so Hollywood makes a movie, and then you know Franklin, Tennessee makes a movie. Right. That that sort of it, at least it used to be yeah, a sure. Christian hub. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know it's like we blow our budget on getting Kirk Cameron in it. And then, and then the rest of the production value goes down. Right. And it's like you have a movie that's like a D plus at sure. best. And then we're going, well, Hollywood hates the Christians. Like, yeah, right. because you make, you're you making what they're doing as art a laughing stock because you're right. going with this moralistic, pappy crap. Yeah. This music that's not good. This mo these movies that aren't good. These things that are trying to... We have, we have a corner on the market of what is beautiful, good, and true. Mm. And... And we produce crap yeah. and then slap a cross on it and say, this is what Christians should listen to. And so then we are inbreeding generations of people who don't know how to think about what is beautiful, good, and true mm -hmm. for themselves. And so, I mean, it, it, this whole Starbucks thing opens up something even deeper for me is that, <clears throat> you know, is the question about Christmas or is the question about coffee and how do I want to spend my money? Right. And... Maybe Starbucks 
is the place to do evangelism. I used to live in a place where Starbucks was the only coffee shop in town. Sure. And it was a place for me to meet with non-Christians and talk to them about my faith. Yeah. And it was a place for me to meet Christians and encourage them in their faith. Yeah. Would I turn my nose up at Starbucks then? No. Right. Because I think this attitude, uh, which I'm very much afraid of in our culture, uh, which is maybe a carryover from a previous culture, I hope that our generation can can begin to change these types of things. But it's I, I, I do think it is a carryover of this idea that Christians are supposed to uh, be completely unengaged with the world. Uh, and they are supposed to only support Christian things instead of going out... Uh, and trick-or-treating and meeting your neighbors, meeting your non-Christian neighbors, or welcoming your non-Christian neighbors and their kids you know, onto your front porch to give them candy, the Christians are saying, no, come to the church. We're going to have an anti-demon, uh, or you know, we're going to have a non-demonic right. uh, focused Hallelujah house, trunk-or-treat. Yeah, absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with that per yes, se. Sir. Yes, there is. Uh, well, at, at, at its roots, no. But I think the attitude of well, it's a fall festival. It's a. I mean, if you want to talk about the trunk or treat versus the knocking on somebody's door and asking for candy, they both have pagan roots. Sure. Because we're not having a worship service. We're having a Halloween without calling it Halloween. We're giving out candy. Sure. We're, you know, I mean, it's a trunk. It's a. It. It goes back to a pagan thing that we're not allowing to be redeemed by Jesus. Right. And then we're set. We're trying to say ours is better. I mean, look, they have Tai Chi and they have Christian Tai Chi. It's yeah. the same freaking thing, okay? <laughs> you're doing the same stupid moves. You're breathing right. the same way. It's right. just instead of calling the the move, the you know position, the squatting dog, right. you know the bear pisses in the woods. We're calling it the the, the, per, the praying disciple. The, the, right, the praying yes, the praying <laughs> apostle. Yeah, and, sure. You know, it's the same freaking thing, and, and if we're not willing to let Jesus redeem the world. Sure. Us creating uh, the generic knockoff brand. Mm -hmm version of the world is i mean it's insulting to the world that god so loved right. and it's also insulting to the jesus that he sent to save the world and not only yeah not only him doing the work and him redeeming it but us being co-laborers in that work right like we are the ones that are supposed to be going out into the world and engaging with it and right. showing people the love of christ and doing what god calls us to do jesus hung out you know the i guess the you know, the common uh, liberal argument that Christians love to pull out is like, Jesus hung out with sinners. Jesus Liberals. Hung, Jesus hung out with prostitutes and tax collectors and all this stuff. And th that's fine. He didn't He didn't embrace them and say that your lifestyle is fine. Don't worry about it. Hey, but, man, I love you, man. Just whatever you want to do, man. It would be awesome. Jesus Just, was absolutely a hippie with Tommy a flower Chunk. in his hair. He was t Jesus hair, was Tommy Chong. But... I do think that we are called to go into the places and be lights and be loving and be caring and not be not be these judgmental. I'm not going to go into a bar. I'm not going to be around people that smoke cigarettes. I'm not going to be around people that uh, you know don't bathe yeah, or they but, wear tight black jeans and then, all these things. But then you have the other side of it where the people are going, "My church meets in a bar. That therefore we're cool." It's right. like, no, no. Do you, does your church preach Christ? Right. Yeah. You know I mean, like, there's something that anyway. Yeah, we can, I'm go, going we, can go, we can go all over with this, uh, um, but I feel like this was a good conversation. Well, there's something, though, that I'm thinking about when in the Bible, in the book of Jeremiah, the the Israel had already been taken, taken into captivity. Uh, Jerusalem fell. They were taken into captivity, and they were told, you'll be here for 70 years. Yeah. You'll be in Babylon for 70 years. And so some people go, we're only going to be here 70 years. 
We're going to be, you know, we're strangers we're in a strange land, yeah. slaves. We're only going to be here 70 years. The next generation will go back. So we're going to, like, make ourselves a little holy huddle. We're going to self-ghettoize yep. ourselves self-ghettoize ourselves yeah, we're going to self-ghettoize yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we're going to build up the walls from the inside yeah. and say you know we're not going to have anything to do with that outside world we're going to hunker down for 70 years don't and then, put down roots we're not right. going to engage with the culture or nothing and god tells jeremiah seek the city yeah go out scatter get plugged in be the salt of the earth right yeah. i mean that's the other thing is that jesus says we're the salt of the earth I don't know about you, but last time I tried to eat a spoonful of salt, it was pretty disgusting. That's because you're a filthy slug. <laughs> right, and I did. it sucked me dry and I died. Yes. But, uh, you know, but whenever I sprinkle salt and let it mix in with other things, it brings out their essence better. Yep. So being the salt of the earth means we need to stop collecting around each other as just spoonfuls of salt. Because that's it, no good. There's no good. But if you sprinkle it right on but a if piece you, of steak. But if you sprinkle it on a piece of steak, it makes the mm. steak better. And it brings out that essence. And so we as Christians need to stop being so scared of the steak, if you will, the mm -hmm. world. What yep. is Starbucks saying? Let's actually engage and have that conversation with people and go, okay, so here's the misperception. Christmas is all these things. And it's not all these things. Yeah. And so for Starbucks to make this move in this direction should be uh, maybe not upsetting to our sensibilities, but at least uh, should be expected. Sure. We should ex have expected this. We shouldn't be shocked to see this coming. But then the other end of it is, is to say, but it's not as big a deal as everybody's making it out to be. It's just a cup of coffee. Right. And if you want to go and draw... Uh, Mary's relatives turning their nose up at her because she was an unmarried mother, you know, an, an unmarried pregnant mother trying to yeah. come and crash on their sofa. If you want to draw that on your cup, go for it. You know, you want to draw right. animal defecation, draw that. You want to draw the three wise men bringing their gold and their frankincense and their myrrh, you know, whatever. Go yeah. draw that. But the, the fact of the matter is, is it's just a cup of coffee. Right. And for us to get our panties in a lot of our cup of coffee is foolish all right good final word uh thank you paul for coming in uh to do episode two with me and talk about things rant about things think about things uh, if you want to engage with the, this podcast uh, you can follow us on twitter at tmm pod is that what it's called damn it I don't the, even know what our Twitter handle is. The, ma the man moon pod? No, it's TMM underscore pod. Okay, at TMM underscore pod. Or you can email us uh, at TMMpod at gmail.com. Or you can like our Facebook page. Uh, it's called The Man in the Moon Podcast. And that's who we are. Or you can pick it outside of Jacob's apartment, which is located <laughs> no! at the following address. <laughs>
sometime as soon as I come up with an idea and someone to do it with. Thank you.